and welcome back to Forbidden Cinema, Retro Diary, Erotica from the 90s, Carnival, <laughs> All the Valentine's things. Day, Binge Week. We're still workshopping the name on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, there's flows. Flows. That is, is that how many characters are you allowed on TikTok? On TikTok? I have no idea. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I just made myself sound really old there, didn't I? I mean, Twitter is like, what, 144? I didn't know I if there like were character restrictions on I TikTok. I think Elon has extended Twitter beyond your wildest imagination. Well, you can't say horrible, terrible, racist things in 144 characters. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> you, you need, need you more need than that. You need room to use racial slurs and spread hate and, and nonsense. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Sorry. <laughs> Hi! Welcome to our ball of fun. <laughs> Forbidden Cinema Podcast. I'm Zach. I'm Jenny. And we we even talked about this on this. I think this this is like a fans only kind of week here. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say only fans. This nope. is like fans only kind of week. I mean, it, it's it's a genre. We haven't really talked it's about niche. what we're doing. You know, we watch old movies that we weren't allowed to watch as kids or things that were forbidden and just give our random opinions on it and life, the universe and everything in general. And we had a really successful series on Red Shoe Diaries a few, maybe like last summer, was that? It was a lot of last year. Yeah, some of our best numbers ever. And we just decided, I was on vacation the week of Valentine's Day. Let's just watch so much 90s erotica for women (laughs) and see how much we can get through. We got through half a season. Yeah. Way to binge, lover. I mean, they're not too hard. Well, take that back. I was going to say they're really not that hard to get through, but like... Sometimes they're weird. Like sometimes, sometimes they're hard to really pay attention to. They're great background. Like yeah. if you're throwing a party, go on Tubi and just put that on just to have it on your TV. Yeah, and it's you'll gonna, have a good time. Exactly. It's gonna stop some people are it's gonna generate some conversations. People are gonna get a little interested. It's gonna be kinda like edgy, kinda sexy. But some of these you were trying to take notes. It's like sometimes there's literally no words, and this, you're this a long time without dialogue. There's not a lot of dialogue, and then when there was dialogue, it was weird. <laughs> and you're like trying to take notes and like watch and like, did I miss something important? I don't know. You may never know. You feel like you're missing a. There's a missing link, but it probably wasn't even there to begin with. <laughs> But so this episode, we've got the whole series. You know, we've got David Duchovny recovering from the suicide of his fiance with his dog Stella reading diaries of women who send him their erotic fantasies and their stories of betrayal and abandon. And we've got a, like, just becoming famous David Duchovny. I feel like at this point, X-Files has happened. Yeah, he's, like, phoning it. He's, like, regretting this contract. (laughs) And he has years to go. So we'll see what happens next. The only redeeming thing is Stella. Yes. It is streaming on Tubi. The first season is on Amazon Prime. Go ahead. But everything else is just on Tubi. And uh, there are ads. But lately, there have just been ads at the very beginning. So that's been nice. Yeah, the ads are, are kind of a funny, like, timestamp kind of situation, When they do break too. in. Like... They're really weirdly timed, and you'll enjoy them, too. Um, they break a weird level of sexual tension. <laughs> <laughs> so we've been talking about David Duchovny's kind of graduated from his, like, grimy, you know, warehouse district stockyards railways which we walked around a couple of months ago and is very it is very grimy but it's very cool too it's It's, super cool yeah it's very like art district adjacent uh 
but yeah, like he's graduated the last few episodes into like some very nice green space and a cafe. And now he's in front of a weird urban waterfall thing. I feel, I like, feel like it's green screen. I feel like it's, it's not real. Huh? I feel like it's a fountain somewhere. It's not a very good fountain, but it's not a good fountain because him. It's like one of those water walls, like they have at TPAC. Yeah, but he and Stella are like on a weird pedestal. This is happening behind them. There's definitely a wind machine, and then some people walk by him, and they're pixelated. They're not fully formed as people. <laughs> so I don't think I think we are in a green screen warehouse right now. He's like. If he could phone this in on Zoom, that's what he's doing. But that's not what's happening. In they didn't have the technology night. for no. that just yet. No, but they did. They did as much as they could. In I mean, that Stella same. is trying to eat he's, the diary and licking his face. He is with Stella. He is with Stella. He is with Stella. He's not a cat. <laughs> <laughs> but if if you know, you know. Top button on his shirt is buttoned so tight on his white shirt with a huge, huge collar. It's the nineties. Yeah, an uptight. We we got to con- contrast him with whatever everything that's going on. So he's getting a letter. He's opening it up. I guess it smells good. Stella's like, "Ooh, I want that." It's in a plastic bag, uh-huh. which I guess is kind of important okay. for the story. Sorta, yeah. I don't know if there's a story to this one. I <laughs> I was excited that we were gonna get to Carnival, but I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It disappoints you. Yeah, he opens it up and it's like red, like red shoes. Do you want to stop feeling sorry for yourself? And I was like, "Ooh, shots fired!" <laughs> <laughs> Damn. So we have an establishing shot of Rio de Janeiro. I have absolutely no idea how much of this was filmed in Rio. How much of this is just stock footage from Wild On? I'm sure uh, a, a lot of it is stock footage. I mean, obviously you have like the white arm Jesus. That's that's how you know Mr. you're Rio, I believe. Yes. What? Christo Redenter? Isn't that the name of the statue? I think so. Okay. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. Big arms Jesus. Big arms Jesus. Okay. Like a plane, a helicopter shot around it. I mean, basically, like, isn't there a shot of this in Romeo and Juliet? I think so. Yeah. 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 Which, that's not happening in Rio, so who knows why that's that's there. Does it happen in Verona Beach? I love that. I just I yeah. I went to Venice Beach recently. I was like, we're going to see some of the places wasn't Venice Beach. It was Verona, <laughs> Verona Beach. Beach. Yeah. So it was all filmed in Mexico, I believe. Very, yeah, very played, played to it. Anyway, so we've got voiceover. She gets, lady gets a letter from her grandma. She's like, I need, you know, I need to go visit her. I've just been consumed with work and school and work. And so now I'm, I'm As on my work, way. School, work, 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 work. Sorry. <laughs> a little Rihanna in there. Yes, 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 yes. So she's writing in her diary. That is not a diary. That's a day planner. It's like, yeah. It's a three binder day planner. A hundred percent. Once you get to the end of 1994, you're going to have to get another one or get a, a refill. I mean. Exactly. You got to order a refill. Go to your weird calendar store. Maybe it already has the predates. Maybe it doesn't. You have to write them in. What's your preference on that? Like if you were to buy like calendar refills, a calendar. I got two planners uh, for graduating high school. Never used a one of them. Two going to college planners never used one. I had a season of life where I lived and died by it. And my preference on that was I did not have to fill the dates. The dates already existed. Like, that's one less thing I had to do. No, I live on a Outlook calendar, Microsoft Outlook, a... This is pre that, though. I, I know, I know. We write the days down on one of our handy-dandy notebooks that we bought for this 
podcast that we just keep our calendar on the sexy firefighter and <laughs> rescue dogs notebook and my pinup notebook and that's like that's that's my calendars i don't have yeah i don't have like traditional day calendar planner the same way that i'm just kind of all over the place and can be very different personalities i i have lived and died by a calendar like that for a bit but yeah she's it's not a diary it has a giant ring binders like where you can like unclick and like reclick all this stuff in so it's very professional in a weird way but so she's talking about you know uh writing in my diary i haven't done that in forever you know thinking about you know her thoughts um, like men man a stranger so I think what you initially assume that this is an encounter that happened, but then later on it doesn't seem like it was. I don't know. There is one sex scene in this episode, and it is interspersed throughout the entire episode. I mean, this this is a series known for re like inserting shots from the sex scene in other places, but it starts three seconds into this episode and it continues throughout the last shot. Right. So yeah, I mean it's so I don't know if we're talking about a past event, a current event. Like, it's very murky. I think she's just fantasizing about hooking up in Rio, about finding a man, and it just happens. To, I don't know how much of it is for fantasy, how much of it really happens, but she hooks up on a beach. I know in Mardi Gras, at midnight, they shut it down. and can't go till daybreak on Mardi Gras. I don't know how carnival works. I don't know. I think if you still got your pants off at daybreak in Mardi Gras, you're arrested like you, you are you get on a list like until midnight but after midnight it's like a dick away that seems fair that seems wise there's a like they're on a beach like we're not even there yet damn just no not a fan anyway i have oh i have rio something a word i don't even know what it says <laughs> is she sitting in the middle seat in the back seat of the car of a blue car I think she is. Because we've got like the headrest on the like, side of her. Taking up. Well, they needed a center shot. <laughs> <laughs> and she says, you know, she's talking about abandon. Knights of abandon, which is the name of the episode. So drink. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we have stock carnival footage. I feel like the stock carnival footage, the firecrackers and the actual show are all filmed on three different film slash video stocks. Oh, yeah. The fireworks are the same stock as the New Year's Eve episode we watched like three or four episodes ago. Exactly. They're, they're like 100% news the cameras, whereas yeah. and then there's like the wild on cameras for the like the wide shots of Carnival. Mm -hmm. And there's, you know, the Reggie Diaries cameras for the close up shots. And we have an offering to, is it Imanja? I think so. Okay. Okay. The goddess of the sea. And grandma just steals her purse. <laughs> Your grandma's like, you don't have a good offering. As grandma's being like attended to as if she's some sort of royalty. She's like being carried in like, you know, a, a wicker chair. She has like quite a staff when chick arrives. Uh, and she's like, yeah, you don't have a proper offering, so I'm going to start digging through your purse, and your diary your diary or calendar will do. We randomly have a Ziploc bag we're going to put it in. That seems very... And make sure when Imanja gets... It's nice and legible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know where that Ziploc came from, though. I mean, when Jack Reacher was drowning someone in a pool, it accidentally sort of bleached out one of the pages. So, you know, <laughs> it's just, it's just, Jack Reacher is just applicable to everything. <laughs> I'm, I'm so glad. It's how he learned how the, uh, the sorry, spoiler alert, it's how he learned how they were bleaching the dollar bills <laughs> and then reprinting them with the hundreds. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we've got 
We've got like, all the carnival shots. We've got a lot, like a, like a carnival ceremony happening. Everyone's in white. This, feels... is, this is New Year's Eve, I think. Is it New Year's Eve? Yeah. Okay. And they're on the beach, and there are lots of flowy white dresses and lots of candles. And I just, I'm just imagining someone going up. It seems a lot like the wedding scene we have in Ten. Oh, a hundred percent. Or in Blame It on Rio. That's what I meant actually when I wrote down Ten. That I meant Blame It on Rio. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think I've like my notes are a little behind what we were talking about. We'll continue. Have at it, babe. Oh, no, it's fine. I didn't say like, this is a very white lady. She later on, grandma says like, you have my skin and my tits. And like, no, she does not have your skin. Like she is white. You're Brazilian. <laughs> later on, she looks like Taylor Swift in the Eras tour. <laughs> I, if she's got anything Brazilian, it's a wax. Like there is no. <laughs> I think I literally heard on a podcast the other day, a comedy podcast, the only thing Brazilian about me is my wax. <laughs> okay, well, I'm thinking the, the, it's either good material or there's just a... I laughed at it both times, so it's funny. It's funny. I appreciate it. All right, so all the boats go out, and if the boat goes out and doesn't come back, then your wishes come true. If it comes back, you get seven years bad luck. Right. And They're so, like these weird mini boats. So her boat goes out, and so she's just overcome with emotion. So what do you do? You soap up your boobs in the shower. Yeah, you don't know what's going to happen. You know, it's raining, and so I guess your mini boats get capsized because they didn't come back, but they didn't, like... I've got some questions about the logistics of that later. Like, if, sure. if we're Brazilian guys, like scuba diving and finds it and brings it back does that count as it the sea i don't know do you get seven years of bad luck like what's the what's the davy jones's locker pirates of the caribbean rules here well we should have asked the interpreter (laughs) i think that's what needed to happen yeah so she's in the shower she's touching herself while we have simultaneously the guy that seems like is the guy she's like because this was confusing at the beginning. I was like, is this the guy she already hooked up with and he's finding it now? Because that's kind of what I thought. And I was like, okay, well, no, actually not. It's just maybe the guy she's fantasized about that she's yeah, created in her so. mind. I think Imanja has been putting these fantasies in. Uh, okay. This very square-jawed Brazilian man. Got it, hoodoo. She has got that great twist of the spine in the shower of all great erotic erotica on television of the 90s where you can see ass and face but like everything between the legs is away from the camera (laughs) that's not the kind of thing we're doing here we're we're showing tits and ass but we're like holding back a little bit yeah so we've got you know dude and speedo and snorkel i said rad swim briefs i need to find some of those (laughs) it's just like is it i don't know it seems odd I don't know if he should. It's okay. <laughs> so he finds something. He goes and meets some old, like, Brazilian cow. What are Brazilian cowboys called again from the Brazilian steakhouse? Uh, oh, oh, gauchos? Gauchos. I don't know. He finds some gaucho on the. Uh, on He's the like, st- we have subtitles. Before we have words. Like, <laughs> we can't hear them speaking, but we already have subtitles. We have subtitles. Basically, it's like, I don't know what this says. What does it say? Like, images of hands ripping off my clothes, teeth sinking into my breast. <laughs> like, oh, look, she put her address on it. You don't put your address in your diary? Like, I'm sorry, what? Yeah, like, return address for, for the goddess. I don't think the goddess needs your return address to send you your blessings. Like, I really like to have teeth marks on my boobs, and I live at whatever, whatever Rio, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that's how you're supposed to do it. <laughs> I like it when strangers bite me on the boobs. Here's my address. Well, so yeah, no, he's got her address and he starts lurking. 
she's sitting on the beach and she's talking about Lent. So, you know, we're, we're going through, we've, we've had New Year's Eve, working our way it's up. late February now. Yeah. So she's like on the beach in her bathing suit and he's like, you know, running by. Like he's just basically like, we need to like, like multiple times he's just running by her on the beach. How he knows it's her. We don't know. It could have been Grandma's diary. She could have been a it's horned true. up old lady she for all weeks. Was. Oh, and that's that's she's the one that lives there. Like this girl's just like staying for the yeah. For I don't. Month. I don't know why he thinks yeah this is her, but he's that would have been funny. That would hilarious. Sign me up for that one when Grandma's yes. like uh, next. Toodaloo. <laughs> yeah. Tag me in. Woohoo. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, he's clued in that it's her, and so he's he's kind of doing some reconnaissance. And then we have grandma. That's what she says. Like, your lips are the shape of mine. You have my skin, my breasts. Under the surface, you have my spirit. Yeah, I was like, grandma's like, you're as hot as I am. I found this costume. You should wear it. I was like, all right. But yeah, like, her skin is not the same skin. Nope. Not. <laughs> and I said, like, I don't know anything about carnival. The only thing I know about carnival I learned from, like, Ease Wild On back in the day. But I'm pretty sure that people don't dance full topless. I think that. That's an American thing. I, I feel like I don't know. Like the samba school, I feel like it's very scantily clad. But yes. I feel like it's a fine line. Rio's a pretty Catholic place. Mm. I feel like the the best bits are covered. <laughs> I mean, I was like, you know, her. Everyone else is, yeah. Every there's a ton of tits out, ass out, whatever. And her outfit is very Eras tour. <laughs> oh, she does look Eras tour. Oh my Super goodness. Super Eras tour in this outfit. <laughs> like this gold like fringy one piece in thing. Her Diaries era. Yes, exactly. In um, her Stanley Kubrick watched this and got some ideas. Era. <laughs> man. So, dude comes up, and he's in like a cape and a mask and you know, they're dancing and whatever. And then all of a sudden there's street toughs and they're like trying there's to. There's mask guys just try to like steal her away, like put her in a marriage sack and cart her off back to their favela. So he's he's beating them up and he gets kind of beat up, but not real bad. But down that he's like down to the floor and she's like, oh, no, are you OK? And takes his mask off and like maybe recognizes him. I don't know. I said she's... mask Russell Brando. He really looked like <laughs> Russell Brand meets Brando from My Boys. It was an NV. <laughs> Brando, yes. <laughs> Yeah, that that like facial hair really kind of sealed the deal. Um, and she's like, "Oh no! Like, I need. Can anyone help? I need an interpreter. What's he saying?" As if like he's injured or he needs help because he keeps saying manja, and I'm like, "Is that like eating something?" Like, <laughs> and every single line from this is ADR later. Like nobody is speaking on set. No. And George S. Clinton's samba tribal mix with like synth and sax are on point here. <laughs> so she gets anyone speak English? I don't. I was like, how is your grandmother Brazilian? You have spent some time with her. Like you have to speak a little por- Portuguese. You've been here for months. You've been picked up any Portuguese? Like even I can say like bon dia, ribeirinhos. I mean, <laughs> very little. But I know a couple of words to get by. Espunja Bob, Espunja. <laughs> so she's like, "Help me, help me, help me! Tell me, tell me what he wants." And so the interpreter is like, "Is like he's like he can't give you what you want. He can't gives you give you what you wrote down and sacrificed to the goddess. That he can't believe that you would write such things. Like <laughs> you're so beautiful. He's ashamed to think about those things and you. He's like, you can't." 
you can't just have abandonment abandon women need time i was like mansplaining <laughs> and we do have cutaways to boobs and butts like in the middle of their meat cute right every yeah all those things happening like to recognize that this weird conversation is happening in the middle of this chaos this you know bacchanal and then we have cutaways to like random naked people riding a white horse down the beach that's them. It's them it's them we find out later but it, it's a real wide shot but he's like He's like, for her, slow is better. I was like, oh, Lord. That's when I wrote, like, does this count your wish being fulfilled if, like, a scruffy square jaw Brazilian goes and brings it back? Or does that count as bad luck? I don't know. Like, like, what, did the C not take it if, did he fuck it all up? I don't know. It's not as planned. There's an interpreter channeling this conversation between them. That is not exactly how she put that out into the world. So I think that, yeah, I think it fucked it up a little bit. And then I just like, the translator has so much confetti in her hair, and neither one of them do. And the next time we see their hair, they both do. So I guess they, she had it first, though. <laughs> Go back and watch. And then we have a lot of shots of Brazilian, I'm going to say the word transvestites? Because this is 1993? And I feel like watching Sexo Urbano on HBO that I thought was like, oh, that'll be like Sex in the City in Spanish. No, it's not. It's like a documentary about Latin countries. It's like Latin real sex. And I feel like that was a big thing is that that was kind of seen as a third gender in Rio at the time. Okay. And in a time before we had gender identities and before we had that, that was very normalized and it was just seen as different from both it was not seen as needing to conform to one or the other yeah, there's something, an interesting way of looking at things it right? is and there's I something have, to that i have no idea in 2024 how that has translated and I'll probably look that up i have some words here that i don't know i did say like i don't really think that the interpreter all of that being done through an interpreter was sexy i was like zalman Come on. Whose idea was this? <laughs> I feel like if I was the interpreter, I'd been spicing things up. Right. I mean, she should have gotten hot on the collar. She was, <laughs> it was just so wooden. She's like, oh, like, yeah, he says like he's definitely going to tear your clothes off. <laughs> <laughs> okay. She she says she'll take it slow, but like not that slow. Like, yeah, let's let's, let's get this going. Like, here, I'll watch. <laughs> so they're, they're walking and they come across a ceremony of some sort. I feel feel like this is racist i don't I do know how but i think that it's kind of got some very like hoodoo voodoo kind of thing i think we're drinking blood i feel like we looked up after blame it on rio like colloquial afro brazilian mm-hmm. traditions of the working class and i don't remember the actual words but i feel like there is a religion that this is based on but i don't feel like this is how it actually works I don't think so. Either. Maybe it's blood. I thought it was wine, but it's like one sip of wine and everyone's like tits out dancing and, and boning seemed, and like I, we almost saw a dick and it's, it's it's redder and thicker, at least the way that it's being whatever they're trying to portray. I mean, this is the most pubes we've seen in a bunch of episodes. And then there are people just getting it on after one drink out of that goblet. So. Right. Yeah. So we've got, you know, partners of all all combinations going at it and they're like looking through like the little like slats or whatever then then do they get pointed at not sure i don't know next thing we know they're just doing it on the beach right yeah they're they're up against a weird dinghy and and he's definitely like she wanted her boobs bit he's definitely kissing teeth for forward yeah i mean he he is is... forward yeah but so they're, they're getting it like you know sun 
middle of the night all the way to sun's up, tides in, like... I love you, babe, but there is something just so unsexy about having making love until the sun comes up. Uh, give me Sunday afternoon, and then we can make dinner and have an early night. That's that's the most romantic sex I can imagine. I mean, <laughs> you know, people want to joke about the afternoon delight song, but <laughs> it's, there's an, it's really Sunday appealing. afternoon is as good as chef's it gets. kiss. <laughs> Everyone, Don't knock on our door on a or if yeah <laughs> that yeah Girl Scouts, <laughs> alarm guys, anybody no knocking on our door. I mean, you've slept, you've probably had some coffee. Yes, like yes. you've had time to just like be alive. <laughs> Uh, you don't have to be at work till you know eight thirty on Monday. You got plenty of time. You got t- you got time for some laundry, some dishes after, and like it's a great day. <laughs> it is the best combo of a day. Yeah, early night, little like pr- like pre cooking wine with dinner, little wine with dinner, maybe a little nightcap. Like everybody's had a good time. Yes, yes, yes. And then I said uh, Beyonce stole the whole naked riding naked on a horse from this. <laughs> I think a lot of people have. I feel like there's like a Lady Godiva story. Uh, yeah, I think that that's probably more accurate. There's a lot if, of her being on top in this. Uh, okay, okay. More than not. If you were to like, she's about our age though. If you were to go and find her and ask her like, where'd you first figure out like the naked horse thing? And she's like, yeah, I read you diaries. I was like staying up late. You know, Solange was asleep. I was, you know, the free preview weekend on Showtime. I'd believe it. and i just said like i tamed this wild beast for you (laughs) (laughs) man met a stallion on the beach and tamed it i mean and that's when he's wearing that fucking like crazy weird wig it's not even his hair anymore he's like cut his hair it's so bad but i i love kip and lafonda (laughs) one of my favorite things ever and then I have that she's going back to grandma's house. Right, she's like, grandma knows. Like, she's like handing the dress back to grandma. And grandma's like, there's still sand and semen in that thing from the last time. Yeah, I was like, like you, can't, you can't wash this kind of dress. No. You, you just add it to it, girl. Like, sorry, I didn't really let you know about that. Yeah, but. it's just ancestral. I, I don't know what the word to follow that is. I don't know. I don't know. If there's ever a crime, like, do not swab that thing. Because there's all sorts of DNA. Nah. Like, Bill Clinton wishes. I mean, sorry. <laughs> this is 93 okay it's topical it's, it's very topical very topical but it's like oh she knows she knows like how was i gonna tell her but she already knew uh, and then we're back at stella and david duchovny in front of the weird fountain which i i am certain this is green screen <laughs> and she just says like there is a, such a thing as magic it's like what do you think stella and stella just licks him in the face stella kisses how he ends i love it yeah this one was wacky I don't, yeah. I mean, it has some great shots. I feel like this, where we're, fi- we're finding now, there's probably not as much wacky, true wackiness in the story. I will, I will defer to the kidnap cowboy episode and say that that definitely is right in with season one. I, there was like horses riding around through LA. I have no idea what we're doing. I have no idea how much this was shot. I feel like there was at least, I don't know if it was green screen or. We saw, like, over their shoulders, there's Brazil. So, 
Surely there is not a Brazil unit of the show. No, I don't think so. I have no idea what's happening right now. But it just, it seems like there's, they're really overspending on some episodes and really cutting back on some. Like some episodes are filmed in like a 10 by 10 black room with three lights hanging down. And stock footage of fireworks. (laughs) And I mean, yeah, some of the sex scenes are sexy. Like we see like, you know, beautiful hard bodies and that's what we're going for ultimately. But it doesn't sometimes not to say that, you know, it needs their stories, but if you're going to commit so heavily to story, let's let's make it make a little bit of sense. <laughs> Just a little bit. We could have used one more location to have sex in this one and maybe a few less rando people dancing around naked. Yeah, it got. Like, was was that supposed to inspire them? Was it supposed to be part of, like, the weird magic? And if it's so, that seems really inappropriate. Uh, if you were just telling me this whole episode was just a, a really weird kind of horny fever dream. Wasn't that the last episode of the horny fever dream? <laughs> this, yeah. We're, we're, we're back to that. And this is maybe just a horny brown people magic dream, which I'm less it's, okay with. Yeah, that's problematic. But that's where we are. So... What was this called again? Abandon. Night of Abandon. Night of Night of Abandon, which is doesn't roll off the tongue. Not really. No. We could have said something about Rio or Carnival or something. I think would have worked better. But anyway, so episode six of season two of Retro Diaries on Tubi in the books. Where are we going next, lover? I mean, are we going to keep on finishing out this season? Are we going to go watch a movie, or is it just going to be surprise? Whatever comes in ear holes next week. Probably TBD at this moment. Okay. Let's figure it out. You know, maybe we finished up the season. How many episodes you said we have? What, six left? 13, I think. So seven seven weeks. I don't know. That's that's a long time to be away from movies, but might be a good time to get some stuff in the can. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Maybe. Talking shop. Sorry. But I did brief dive a Playboy. Hmm? I said I did a brief dive of a Playboy magazine. I know. Oh, for this? Oh, Yeah, we're not really going deeper on these, but- March of 1995, cover girl, Amber Smith from episode 203. Oh, wow. Cool. So we have a CK1 advertisement of with a do. Baldwin. I can't tell if it's Billy or Daniel. It's not one of the important Baldwins, but... I, well, I could probably tell you if you showed it to me, but that's okay. I could maybe find it. We have the Wired section of Playboy. I guess this is before Wired Magazine, or maybe there was Wired Magazine already, and they're just aping off of it, or... It's like Tech Corner? Yes. With a six-cartridge... Sega Genesis Changer. So you plug in six Sega Genesis games and you have like your remote to choose which one you want to play. Okay. And then you plug it into your Genesis, which considering a Genesis had wired controllers with, I believe, a six foot cord, Mm -hmm. it hardly seems like you're really needed to go that far. (laughs) Yeah. It doesn't seem like, hey, I'm going to click this and, you know, it's not like a CD changer. You're going to actively be participating in whatever you just chose. I think you're all right to go change it manually. (laughs) We have Quarantine on CD-ROM, which was a great game. It was a post-apocalyptic taxi driver simulator. It was so much fun. I remember that one fondly. We have Netscape Navigator, Mozilla's new hotness. Oh, wow. Like, long before Firefox, I mean, Navigator was the thing. Yeah, I remember that. We have some duds, like some really bad software released this month. We have the best North American strippers on CD-ROM. It has no music and no video. I guess it's just still photos of strippers. That seems really (laughs) terrible. Okay. 
And we have Hollywood Mogul Simulator. It's apparently actually looked up. It's a pretty well-reviewed game, except it has like a very, very long, like 200-plus page instruction manual that if you don't read and understand all of the mechanics, you'll never do well on it. No, that's that's not how people navigate games. We have music that's coming out this month, Veruca Salt's American Thighs, and Shaquille O'Neal's Shaq-Fu The Return. <laughs> we have the Catholic Hymnal. They are removing a song that has the phrase in it, I can come no other way, take me deep into you. Ooh. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. I think in like the 1530s that meant something different. <laughs> Yeah, but for a lot of time between then and now, it's meant <laughs> for them to just be removing it in 1995. <laughs> we have an article, it's in your genes, telling men that young women want older men, kids need a stay-at-home mom, monogamy is not sustainable, and that guys are just kind of wild. And that's all just genetics, and that women should just figure out how to deal with that. Wow, that's a wild mixed bag of bullshit. <laughs> It's just like everything that Hugh Hefner wants to be true. He's like, oh, it, it's just, it's evolution, baby. It's, it's just in our genes. I don't know why I just had like envisioning of him in his his smoking jacket. And it's just just 20 years old of stiff, gross sex. And just, ugh. I've got to find this. So keep on talking about how gross he is. Uh, no, I don't uh, want to. <laughs> I don't want to. Because we do have a fashion article with David Copperfield in a chainmail tank top. What? All right, let's see if we can find one of our... That's a Baldwin, right? I think so. I think that's... Is that Billy or is that Daniel? No, that's the hottest Daniel Baldwin has ever looked if that's Daniel Baldwin. I didn't realize Daniel Baldwin had that in him. All right, where's David Copperfield? David Copperfield in a chain link tank top. And yeah, we got an assistant and some shimmery stuff and a handcuff. And... Oh yeah, like all, all the women are tying him up. You know, Of course, he's going to escape and, and have sex. But yeah, that's... Right. And then... I this time i really had a hard time distinguishing between him and christian rapper carmen, carmen. Uh, <laughs> I, was gonna think gonna... I really did I, I didn't really know the difference between the two <laughs> i had so many carmen cds back in the day oh my god i had all of them <laughs> You could see where I may have struggled. I mean, he lived in town. I'd ran across, we ran across him occasionally. <laughs> His like spoken word pieces, music video. You're gonna have to post like Witch's Invitation or the Champion or oh, something gosh. like that <laughs> that I have acted in <laughs> many oh a uh, many a youth group basement or church group stage. Yeah, I mean. Might as well just call it local theater. Very much so. Very much. I also think it's interesting, like, the chainmail tank top, because in maybe the mid-80s, the movie Commando with Sylvester Stallone, I mean, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and it's got also Ray Don Chong, and what's who's the boss? Oh, Alyssa Milano. Alyssa Milano is, yeah. the, is the daughter. Yeah, I think part like, of that. the bad guy Bennett has a chainmail tank top and a lot of people kind of think it's a gay thing but like it looks like he has like just a regular black collar on top of this chainmail i think it's over top of a black shirt underneath the black blazer i don't know 
Oh, come on. I almost called him Carmen. I mean, come on, David Copperfield. I mean, it's a Versace tank top. It's $4,300. With the, the chain mail? Yeah. Like, he could have been shirtless in it enough. Like, he would have been fine. It's not like he needed to have a lot of definition if he doesn't. But I think that he does, because I think he's that kind of guy. At silver Medusa head medallions. I mean, that, that's... Yeah, that's definitely Versace. Yeah, then. definitely. Definitely. We have interview with Katzenberg. Whoever does these... The characters. The characters is not good. No. Like, that's the same one they did the Courtney Cox one. No. But just imagine being Katzenberg right now. Like, you've just gotten kicked out of Disney, and... You just like Steven Spielberg and you like had an idea like we're going to make DreamWorks and they have not taken over the world yet. You know, they're, they're, there's no Shrek yet, mm-hmm. but like he is on the way. We have 20 questions with Jon Stewart. I did not have any concept of Jon Stewart being a person before The Daily Show. I guess there was a Jon Stewart show oh, really? in the early 90s on MTV. It was a talk show. No, I didn't know that. No idea. He's so young. He's so young. He's very handsome. <laughs> We have an article about CD-ROM, hip or hype. Like, is are CD-ROMs just sort of not that important? And is it just not worth the hype? We have the Cranberries going on tour for No Need to Argue. Uh, we have Christy Alley getting, like, ooga hooga in a sheer dress. I mean, this might be the last nice thing they've ever said about Christy Alley. She looks great. <laughs> We have LCD view screen camcorders starting at $900. Of course. And of course, every simulated screen on them is a sex tape. <laughs> of course. Because like, what's the point of right. spending that much money on a camcorder? Unless you're going to record your own sex tape. When did the... It was, this was after... This is before the Tommy and... This is just before. This might have given him the idea. I mean... It could have been. Could have been. <laughs> Uh, Playboy sent him a camcorder. They sent him one just just in case. <laughs> and we have the uh, Amber Smith from our episode three, also photographed by Bert Stern, the same person that photographed the the Patricia Arquette or the Roxana Arquette one, okay. the same person who was the last person to ever photographed Marilyn Monroe. So a guy that uh, I didn't realize those Roxana Arquette ones were outtakes from another photo shoot that they had done that the magazine didn't use they'd only use like the stuff of her in an evening gown and like all the nude pictures on the beach are like now nah, we don't want these you can have them back <laughs> wow that's wild <laughs> that shoot does look very Marilyn reminiscence and we also have that episode 203 was directed by Raphael Eisman and he also produced Dolph Lundgren's I Come in Peace <laughs> nice 203, what's the name of that one again? 203, that was the one with Amber. So that was Runway. Runway. Oh, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, yeah. So I did this research for 204, but we've had hard outs for the last couple episodes. So we're just throwing it in here at the end. And I just, I come in peace. It's one of the, it is terrible. It's been on, it's on all the time now, except it's called Dark Angel. I have no idea why they randomly changed the name however many years later. But it's like an alien who has to like, suck people's spinal fluids out after he's injected them with heroin so he can breathe and eat or whatever. It's not good, but it is the first time I became aware of in film the guys going to a strip club for exposition scene, (laughs) which we've we've not come across that this this entire podcast yet. No, we We, haven't. We haven't really done a lot of 80s action movies, though. That's true. We have not, now. That is such a thing in guy movies is like, 
let's go and talk about the case. <laughs> like, hit the strip club. And, like, oh, yes, like, Jeff Danielson, he was whatever, whatever. He worked for the CIA and whatever. He worked for the U.S. Treasury. and yeah. All the state secrets that can be divulged during, like, synth pop. Exactly. <laughs> Gyrating and pulls. Well, that's, that's everything I've got. What do you do, babe? I think that's it. All right. So, great week. Very Guys, it's been, a lo- it's been a blast. Forbidden Cinema on Instagram. Check us out. Get caught up. If hopefully so, you binge us while you're doing some laundry, while you're cooking, while you're doing anything. We're getting a little sunny. Maybe we're going on a walk. Let us know what you think. If you've got some suggestions, if you you know have a movie that you'd like us to watch, you can send it over to Forbidden Cinema Podcast at Gmail or just send us a DM. I'll be looking for it on Instagram, and we'll see you soon. Put '90s erotica on your TV while you're doing other stuff. Yeah, we we need the numbers to go. Like, I need Amazon to get more of this stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Makes great background (laughs) noise. It really does. Your next party. Perfect. Definitely a conversation starter. All right, guys. We love you guys. We'll see you in a week for something. We'll find out. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Bye.